You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Women Who Triumph. Women Who Triumph are stories from extraordinary women like myself who survived unthinkable circumstances to become unstoppable. Whether you are at the end of your rope or have already let go and landed in a place you feel you can't get out, I will have you believing one thing. You can. Every successful person has faced an obstacle at some point in their lives, but the reason they overcame that obstacle, the reason they changed their life, was because they took the steps to change themselves and ignored any doubts they or anybody else had about them. An obstacle is just a temporary barrier to getting what you want. First, you have to face them, and we all need a little help from time to time doing that. I'm here to tell you that you can fix and rise above your problems and have the life that you truly deserve. Visit my site, fixandrise.com, to learn how I can support you in believing you can. Welcome, Cookie, to Women Who Triumph. I am so excited to be speaking with you today. Uh, You have such an amazing bio, and you are such an inspiration to so many women today. And how ironic it is, today I am interviewing you on International Women Day. Exactly. What a a coincidence. That's so beautiful. No. Uh, Cookie, can you share with the audiences uh, how you triumphed your way to, to be the successful person you are today. I'd be happy to, and I'm really thrilled to be on your show. Thank you, Christine, for inviting me. You're very welcome. Yes, uh, I, I, I always say, you know, life presents us with so many opportunities, and it's what we do with those opportunities and whether we go for them when they're presented to us that makes a difference on how how joyous and how successful our life becomes. And for me, I've, I'm just going to go very briefly. I, had a, I was born in Austria and I grew up in Namibia, now called Namibia, was then Southwest Africa. And um, my parents passed away fairly early on. And by the time I was 19, I was on my own. And um, I went, um, I had one hour photography business with my father while he was ill. And when, so I qualified as a photographer in Germany and then went back to Namibia to work in our photography business that had been bought up. And I went up for a flight in, and I so clearly remember it. It was, uh, I went up for a photo shoot over, over the coastline and over Walfish Bay, which is a very small town in Namibia. And I fell madly in love with flying. It was the most exhilarating feeling for me. And I, I, I have always used, as, as you were saying from my bio, I've used, always used my joy as my compass. And I just knew by the time I landed, I was going to learn to fly. And I didn't know where it was, would take me, but it, it has taken me on such an amazing journey. And I, I just... 
as I said before, you never know what what shows up in your life that completely changes your 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 course in your life. And for me, flying was that. I mean, I decided sort of fairly fairly shortly after that that I was going to photography paled completely in comparison to the excitement and thrill I felt about flying. And I was going to learn to fly, and I was going to see where it takes me. And it took me, as I said, to some amazing places. See, now, Cookie, I can see how photography and – I'm just visualizing this. I can see how photography and, you know, the you being an air, airline pilot, you know, how you fell in love with that. Because, like, for me, when I'm flying and looking down, it's the colors are so beautiful. You know, oh, I can just – yeah. It's magnificent. I mean, the first time I flew in an aircraft to do the photo shoot, it felt like I was sitting in an armchair watching the scenery go by, and I was just totally breathless with excitement. Yeah, I can I can just <laughs> see that. That just, uh, you know, just the visual of, of seeing the because there's such bright colors, you know, oh. from that. You know, that. So, and you also seem, we seem so small when we're in the plane compared to this enormous vista that sort of opens up beneath us. It no, really is the most amazing experience. Um, Cookie, can you share with us the obstacles that you had to overcome to become the first female auto airline pilot? Yeah, I, I mean, there were lots of different obstacles, but for me personally, and that's often the case, you know, our own obstacles, not so much the, what the outside world presents to us, but the obstacles that we have inside of us. And for me, my father uh, had his first heart attack when I was 15. And my parents decided to take me out of school to help on the photography business. So I left school at 15. I didn't, ha I, ha I had barely any formal education. I mean, I had very little math, very little science. So <clears throat> when my, so when it came to the, the flying part, I loved, that was no problem for me, but I was terrified of, writing the written exam for the commercial license because I thought, oh, I don't have the, I don't have the qualifications. Will I be able to do this? Will I be able to manage? And I did, um, I went, you know, this was before computers. And fortunately, I didn't know what was involved. Uh, otherwise, maybe I would have never said, uh, you know, gone on this journey. But I just had a burning desire to follow my passions. And I thought, I'm going to get it figured out somehow. And I took a home study course and I learned that, you know, went through that for quite a long time with my instructor. And then when I went to write the exams for the first time, I felt fairly confident. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to, this is not going to be that difficult. But when I walked out of the exam, I was devastated because I knew, I just knew I had failed hopelessly. And all the fears came up for me. You know, the self-talk we give ourselves when we fail hopelessly at something. Ah, what made you think you could do this? this you can't, you know, you don't have hardly any education. And, um, and then I sort of got hold of myself and I thought, you know, I can either buy into my very limiting beliefs about what I'm capable of, or I could trust. That was my dream. I have also been given the ability to achieve it and that somehow I would get past this. 
And I went back and I did some more studying and I went in the second time to, to rewrite my exam for the second time. And when I walked out of that exam, I just knew I had passed. And the thrill and the excitement I felt about having achieved something that maybe deep down I, I wasn't quite sure I could was worth all the time and effort to, uh, that it took to get there. And I think that's often the case with something that we do that we think, you know, we often think we get presented as an opportunity and we think, oh, you know, I'd love to do that. But, oh, no, I, I, I don't think I'm qualified to do that. And particularly as women, we often sort of say, no, I don't think, I, you know, this I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not good enough for this job. I'm not qualified enough. But I think if you just realize that when you – you are never, ever, ever, ever given a dream without also having the ability inside of you to achieve it. And in my case, it just took some more hard work, quite a lot more hard work and effort than I had anticipated. But I did succeed, and that sort of started me off on this journey of becoming a flight instructor and then eventually the first female airline pilot. That is such an extraordinary uh, story. Thank you, Cookie, for sharing your story. We need to take a real quick break. And when we return, Cookie will share more of her extraordinary story of how she became the first female autopilot. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone. So it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Joining us back now with your host, Christine Kozachuk. Welcome back. Welcome back to Women Who Triumph. We are listening to Cookie Lowe. Tell us about telling us about her story of how she became the first female autopilot in South Africa. Welcome back, Cookie. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit more of some of the other obstacles that you had to overcome uh, to become the first auto uh, pilot in South Africa? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, back in the 70s, you know, the flying community in South Africa was uh, <laughs> not a, was to say was male dominated is probably an understatement. It was completely male dominated. I mean, there weren't any women flying. And so, you know, you, I mean, the things you have to overcome is you really have to say, I don't care. You know, if you do get a snide remark, instead of being upset about it, or if people, you feel that people don't think you're capable of doing this. And I always, 
felt that for me, it wasn't about wanting to be better than any of the other pilots. I just simply wanted to be the best pilot I could possibly be. And I didn't really care what anybody else thought about it. And I had a passion and I had the drive to to get through the obstacles. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that served me really well. So now, Cookie, what's one word you can tell our listeners that describes you? You know, I would say it's probably two words. Okay. <laughs> and they go hand in hand for me. The one is passion. Be uh-huh. really passionate about what you do. And the other one is joy. And I think they go together because when you, whatever you do in life, and we have different passions at different stages of our life, it's what we do with those passions that determine the amount of happiness and success we experience. And I think when you're really passionate about something, and that's coupled with feeling incredibly joyous about having the ability and the opportunity to do this, I think that's that to me is important. And for me, my measure of success is how much joy do I experience on a day-to-day basis in, in my life? What makes my heart sing? I'm not following the things that make my heart sing. And um, and I've I've been, as I said earlier, I mean, joy has always been my compass. Mm-hmm. And I love, um, I love yeah. that joy is my compass. I love yeah, that. Yeah, joy is. It, you will never go wrong if you can, because we do things so often for all sorts of reasons, except for oh, this makes my heart sing. You know, and you can also it doesn't have to be this overwhelming euphoria about something but just this feels right this feels good you know this this feels like it it sits well with me and and you know if you trust that intuition and that inner feeling you're always on the right path and I have certainly felt that you know my entire life now cookie when you look back on your life you know um you know, my my life started very early and so did yours. When you look back on your life and you look at your younger self, what would you tell yourself today? You know, I had a, I had some sad things happen to me in my my childhood, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners have had as well. And at that time, you know, when things happen to you, like my mother decided to take her life and and I was not, uh, I just turned 17. And I was devastated. And, but it also was a huge catalyst for me to determine and be, to be, to really enjoy my life, to follow my passions, to do what makes my heart sing. So although it was incredibly sad, it was also a huge gift for me. And I think it gave me my, my determination. And so Looking back at that, I would say to to anybody, if you're going through a difficult time, whether it's as an early, you know, in your young adulthood or earlier than that, just trust that everything happens for a reason and it's always for the best. Uh And that is so hard to accept when something happens that you, that just devastates you. But, you know, we are always on a journey forward. We never go backwards. Absolutely. So before we close, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to the listeners to hear today? Uh, yeah, I think if I could, my, my, my dream is to inspire women and 
mainly women, but also men, of course, to really follow their passions. Because I think that, you know, you never want to get to the end of your life and say, oh, I wish I'd done that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I mean, whatever it takes, just follow that inner calling and that, that passion to do something in particular. Don't let that go to sleep. And we so often put our, our desires and our passions on the back burner. And then, you know, it's been such a long time that we don't even know how to rekindle them. And I think it's so, so, so important to do what makes your heart sing. Because when you are in joy, you are a huge gift to everybody around you. And if you feel that you're doing something for any other reason, you know, I think you you don't give the whole of you. Yeah, that is so true. Now, Cookie, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they want to learn more about you and what you have to offer? Um, we, my, our website is um, www.cookieco, and it's K-U-C-K-I-C-O.com, cookieco.com. And I always say cookie is easy to remember because it's like the edible cookie, <laughs> but it just spelled a little bit differently. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started a blog called You Can Wing It. And it's, so it's youcanwingit.com. And that's really about, you know, you don't have to have all the answers to start on your journey. Just take the first step. And if you're excited and passionate about what you're doing, you'll find the right people will show up to help you on the next step of that journey. Absolutely. And Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead, Cookie. No, I just wanted to wish all your listeners the best of success and joy. Oh, thank you so much, Cookie. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. You are such an inspiration. And to be able to interview you on International Women Day, I I am very honored of that. I am also so thrilled about that. Thank you, Christine. (laughs) It was lovely talking to you. You too. Whether you are at the end of your rope or have already let go and landed in a place you feel you can't get out, I will have you believing one thing. You can. In life, we get to make choices. You choose the life you want to live. You get to say how it's going to go. We can choose to create a life we love, or we can choose to suffer. You have a say in how your life is going to go. First, you have to face them. And we all need a little help from time to time doing that. Visit my site, fixandrise.com, and receive a complimentary motivational ebook today.